Welcome to Stoner Chicks, the podcast for stoners by Stoner Chicks. I'm Stephanie Thompson. I'm Kayla Teal. And I'm Grace Penzel. And we're so excited to have you with us today. I feel like I say that every time, but it is true. Yeah. So true. And we had a bit of an impromptu wake and bake this morning. Yay. Yay. Kayla and Steph were kind enough to reschedule. Phoebe can't be with us today, but we're recording at 9 a.m. So thank you, ladies. I love mm-hmm. doing this. I think we should just do this more often. I love having coffee and some fresh weed first thing in the morning with you two. It's the best. It is the best. And your brains haven't had time to shut down completely. <laughs> <laughs> or start up. I just got way too high and then had so much technology to deal with. <laughs> the but worst. You- you did it. I, I think we're recording. I think we're good. <laughs> yeah, we're recording. Everything's good. And it wouldn't be quite as good or as sweet without the help of our patrons. Yes, that's right. We have a Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash stonerchicks, you can sign up and get all sorts of bonus content, a whole backlog of bonus episodes, some that we do together, some that we do individually and have special interest recordings, <laughs> and then also get some merch and the opportunity to have a wake and bake sesh with us over Zoom every month, which has been absolutely lovely. We love our listeners. And speaking of which, we have a new patron who I'm so excited to thank. Thank you to Nicole or Sticky McNicky on Patreon. <laughs> oh, that's such a good screen name. Sticky McNicky. I love it. Sticky McNicky. And uh, with that, I'm going to smoke to that. Thank you. Sticky. Sticky and smoking to it. I'm too baked. I'm, I'm going to hold off for now. And I'm so deep in my closet now, my new closet. I feel like Harry Potter under the stairs. I might have already said that. <laughs> so so what's your situation like how how much actual room do you have in there right now not much i'm in like a ball like a fetal ball <laughs> and there is a seahawks jersey touching my head that i keep trying to pull fold up but it keeps falling back down and yeah it, this is where my hamper goes i just take my hamper out and i squat down in here <laughs> Well, thank you for your literal flexibility. (laughs) Yeah, I'm grateful for that as well. Someday we'll each have our own specific recording studios in our respective mansions. (laughs) Actually, you know what? Before I ever got a mansion, I would distribute my wealth. Don't you think? Yeah, I'm good with a bungalow, a really nice bungalow. (laughs) A really nice bungalow. (laughs) Oh, I love that. Um. Hey, I'm a little nervous, but a little excited because Steph's bringing something to the table. And um, longtime listeners will know that we have some lore in Stoner Chicks of uh, sexy Clippy. Clippy, the Microsoft assistant, office assistant. Specifically, yes. Grace being sexually attracted to <laughs> Clippy, the Microsoft office assistant. Which is not true, but it's gone so far that here we stand. Steph, what have you got for us? So... I was at work, as you do, and we get (laughs) weird magazines and was thumbing through one. And there was an article about Clippy and the history of Clippy. But it had a little blurb that said there's some fanfic erotica 
Clippy yes. book out there called Conquered by Clippy. <laughs> what? I can't believe the universe brought this to you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's really fate. <laughs> and so I'm going to read a little bit from Conquered by Clippy. I downloaded a sample. I didn't want to spend the $2.99 on buying the whole book. <laughs> it's a book. It's, it's a, a book. Fucking book. <laughs> I think it's more of a, a long essay. But like a little chat book? Like a little chat book. But there's a main character, Christy, uh -huh. and she's with a guy, Phil, and they're exploring some rubble <laughs> or whatever. And I'm going <laughs> to. That's all you need to know, I guess. Okay. And I'm just kind of bouncing into where Clippy comes into play, okay? I didn't want to read all the fluff before. Yeah, no fluff. All no stuff. No fluff. All stuff. <laughs> a high-pitched bouncy voice echoed out of the vessel would you like some assistance today oh no that's clippy's voice <laughs> that's clippy's voice <laughs> christy raised one of her sculpted eyebrows a figure climbed out of the top of the vessel and pounced to the ground Christy's jaw dropped as she found herself staring at a giant living paperclip. The curled rod of an alien steel flexed and creaked as it bounced in place. A pair of white orbs with black lenses in the middle stared at her. <laughs> this paperclip had eyes. <laughs> can you make Clippy just sound fucking hot? Oh, yeah, I like can. Like Chris Hemsworth is playing, I don't know. <laughs> Here we go. Christy blinked dust out of her eyes. She felt strong arms around her. Clippy was surprisingly warm to the touch. <laughs> he shrugged off some cables and broken servers that he had prevented from crushing her. <laughs> Thank you for saving me, said Christy. Too bad about Phil Gates. One snicker... I forgot that's his name. Phil Gates? <laughs> Phil Gates. <laughs> <laughs> One sneakered foot stuck out from the pile of metal lights and motherboards are they in a computer is this an alien planet i'm not i think they're in an alien vessel or something i'm not sure okay. <laughs> it's probably how he would have wanted to die said clippy true said christy clippy reached out his loose end and she let him help her up <laughs> i feel different he said these computers were my brain and now that it is damaged i don't feel compelled to help you with everything can't say I'm disappointed. I do still want to assist you, he said. His <gasps> digital gaze scanned her body and one eyebrow weighed slightly. <laughs> but it's no longer because of my programming. Christy looked down and she saw that loose end in the middle of Clippy's coil was sticking out. It glowed red at the end and as if his rod had been struck and stuck in a fire. <laughs> Clippy <gasps> had a boner. You've been programmed to be very human, she said. Humans have certain needs. You already helped me by saving my life. How about I help you for once? I'm not sure what you mean, he said. She reached out and grabbed his glowing red end. It was warm, but not too hot to handle. <laughs> he uncurled further at her touch. Okay! The suspense is looming. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That was better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> Meaning, uh, like, more well-written. 
<laughs> I know. <laughs> Kayla knows. <laughs> How does that stack up? <laughs> um, it was pretty good. Now I really want to know the backstory now. How'd they get here? What's happening? Yeah. Oh my god, Steph. That was a great dramatic reading. I'm terrified that this is an entire book, but wait, what is the law about porn? It's like if if there's something out there, there's a porn about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's rule 34. So if you think it, it probably exists. And not yeah. only did Clippy Erotica exist, it found you, Stephanie. It did. It like the universe was like this needs to this needs to happen. Oh, hell yeah. Thank you. I feel like Maybe not the part where they say boner, but perhaps we could include a clip of this in our newsletter that you could sign up for on our website, stonerchickspodcast.com. That's a great idea, Grace. Can we include the link? So if we want to pay two ninety nine to the artist and read the whole thing, we can? Yes, and I might go ahead and buy it. Okay, cool. <laughs> Support your local porn writers. Yes. I don't know any, but they're out there and they need support. You know what I'm really stoked about? What? Grace, I believe it's time for Stoner of the Week. Stoner of the Week! All right, you two. I am so excited and nervous about this Stoner of the Week because... We don't know who it is. Yeah, you don't know. This is a surprise for them. This person is inimitable and expansive and cannot be contained in any way in a 12 to 16 minute segment. <laughs> but today... What does inimitable mean? Inimitable is like irreplicable, like one of a kind. Can't, can't, like can't be easily described. Or imitated. Um, or imitated. Yeah, cool. exactly. I'm excited. This, this is the famous singer-songwriter record producer, doula, artist, and mother, R&B and soul singer, Erica Badu. <gasps> cool. Ooh. She's a doula? Yeah. In addition to being a recording artist? That's wild. Dude, we'll get into it. It's incredible. Okay. Erica Badu was born Erica Abbey Wright in 1971. She's a Pisces. She was born in Dallas, Texas. And though she's traveled to different places, she's always been Dallas-based and is still there. She went to Booker T. Washington High School, which is a performing arts high school that Nora Jones and many other famous singer-songwriters, musicians have come from. She did go to Grambling State University for a while, but dropped out to pursue music. She has been dubbed the Queen of Neo Soul and has many nicknames and alter egos, including Badula Oblongata, Sarah Bellum, Analog Girl in a Digital World, or Manuela Maria Mexico. She <laughs> Those are all very different. Yeah, very different vibe. In 2019, she introduced a new persona on Instagram where she's very active. She's like incredibly active on the internet and social media to call herself Autumn Auntie. She donned a plaid jacket and moss green bucket hat and <laughs> said that she was looking forward to crisp weather. Um, so <laughs> she's also a style icon and we can get into her hats in a minute. 
but I wanted to just quickly talk about her discography. She was discovered after she opened for D'Angelo, who's another, you know, soul icon from the 90s. Her first album that came out in 1997, Badweezum, spawned four singles, On and On, Apple Tree, Next Lifetime, and Other Side of the Game. It was certified triple platinum and won a Grammy. Her second studio album, Mama's Gun, was released in 2000, and it spawned three singles, including Bag Lady, which I feel like you might recognize at some point. Her third album, Worldwide Underground, came out in 2003 and was certified gold. And her fourth album in 2008, New America Part One, had two singles, Honey and Soldier. The music video for Honey was nominated for a Grammy. Her voice has been compared to the jazz singer Billie Holiday, but I feel like even if it was informed by that, she's so expansive. She was a core member of the Soulquarians and has collaborated with countless artists over the years, including Common, Andre 3000, who she dated and had children with. No way. Yes. He's like one of my favorite rappers, but yeah. I didn't know this. Yeah. She became involved with Andre 3000 or Andre Benjamin in 1995. Their first child, Seven Serious Benjamin, was born in 97, and their relationship ended in 1999. The song Miss Jackson was inspired by Andre 3000's then-relationship with Badu and her mother. Wow. In 2004, she was dating the DOC, which is another um, famous hip-hop artist, and had a daughter named Puma. And in 2009, she had a daughter named Mars with the rapper Jay Electronica. So she's incredible. And she's a stoner. And she's not explicit about that. It's just implicit in everything she does. An early song of hers back in the day that you might have heard before, and Obviously, we can't play clips of all of this because of rights issues, but one of the main, it's also called like in parentheses puff. And it says, Soul flower, take me flying with you. Hey, give me that bop, 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 badump. Sorry, I'm not going to sing. I'm going to read this scatting. So, so stupid. I'm so sorry. But soul flower, I picked up on that. She calls yeah. weed soul flower. I love that. We used to meet up with these dudes and we rode out on hopes and truths and would ride around the park till it's after dark, pump in the trunk with the windows rolled up, puff. And she continues to say that over and over again. I want to show some clips of her singing and these are all going to be slightly more recent we might have seen her in 1997 on all that <gasps> when she came out with like incense and was like very ethereal and apparently the nickelodeon crowd was like what is this <laughs> i think i have seen this before one of her singles off Mama's Gun, it's a 10-minute song called Green Eyes, and she reproduced it a few years ago on NPR Tiny Desk, NPR Music Tiny Desk Concert. I love NPR <laughs> Tiny Desk Concert. Little, little Tiny Music Desk Concert. <laughs> little Tiny Music Desk. So this is a clip from that. I'm going to share my screen. She's also, you're going to get a taste of her style. She's now in this, I think, like 48 years old, keep in mind. So this is just a clip. She looks amazing. I don't yeah. Love you anymore. I'm so insecure. 
can't control it. But I don't love you anymore. Yes, I do, I think. Loving you is wrong. That was Green Eyes. It's about, she's saying, my eyes aren't green, like with jealousy because of you. But then actually, she is. It's just real. She's just so real. That's amazing. I think I've seen that before because I love the NPR Tiny Desk concerts. So I'm pretty sure I've seen that whole one before. Yeah. Um, Listeners, check it out. She's got just incredible style. She doesn't have eyebrows. Her makeup is wonderful. She's wearing a million rings. (laughs) Kayla, what did you think of the Tiny Desk vid? That was so cool. I do not know Erica. I don't think I've seen her or heard her music before. She was an amazing singer. I I could talk forever about her music and her early career and stuff like that. But I think we got to dive more into modern day Erica Badu and sort of the incredible interviews that she gives and just her presence in the world these days. So one video I want to show you is an interview she did with Pitchfork that was over and under, like are things over or underrated? Mm -hmm. So here we go. This is a story from her. So it was light up sneakers. Definitely underrated. And they caused one of the worst accidents that has ever happened in the history of stomach accidents. (laughs) I was driving one day, (laughs) one night actually, and I had a doobie in my ashtray. But I never smoked in front of the children back then. I don't smoke now. And I was taking the children home and it was down a long dark road. And um, there were no cars around or anything. So we live in the woods. And I'm driving, and all of a sudden, I see them people behind me, flashing them red and blue lights. And I pull over, and I have a doobie in the ashtray, and the only thing I can think of is to eat it. (laughs) And it tasted like sulfur, and it was horrible, and I swallowed it, and I ate it. And I turned around to tell the kids to put their seatbelts on, and it was Puma back there doing this with them L.A. gears. (laughs) It wasn't the cops. It was the light-up fucking shoes. (laughs) And my stomach was hurting for a long time. Oh, no. (laughs) So we just heard she doesn't smoke anymore, but she is, in essence, a stoner chick. And beyond that incredible story, this is the big sort of reveal of this Stoner of the Week segment. She has a website called Badoo World Market, and she has a lot of incredible merch with her likeness on it and other things like that. But she also has incense called Bad Pussy Original Premium Incense, which I think is hilarious. And then the Badoobie Stoner Humidor 4000, which is a kit that keeps your stash sticky. Wow, like a humidity box for all your weed stuff? Yeah, it's complete with the following. An Erica Badu monogrammed wooden grinder, Ooh. a wood dugout with an aluminum one-hitter, a 6x6 organic banana leaf tray, hemp rolling papers, two Badoobie tubes, a monogrammed <laughs> ashtray, a cylindrical stash jar, 
with an airtight seal. So it's incredible. I watched a whole inter like radio interview with her and Charlemagne the God, if you know who that is, like a radio DJ, kind of a shock jock. And she talks about her social media presence. And apparently she's like absolutely brutal to haters and trolls online <laughs> and will just like tear them down and basically says that she wants to make an example of them. But then she's like, but then I always go and direct message them and make sure they're doing okay and like check in with them <laughs> and just like let them know that it's really all love. And she just like becomes friends with these people that she just tears down on the internet, <laughs> which I think is hilarious. Um, but yeah, so she has, you know, a kid with Andre 3000 and then her daughter that she has with DOC, they're not together anymore, but he has a new partner and Erica Badu is a doula and delivered the child Whoa. of her daughter's father so she's she's like all about like i still have love for all my exes and they all spend at least part of the year in dallas too and she just has this like amazing community in dallas anyway how are we doing so far with erica badu i'm obsessed with her Another incredible thing about Erica Badu is her fashion. And before we dive into that, let's take a smoke break. All right, stoners, we're back from our smoke break and riding that Badoo train straight into giant hats. So her style <laughs> has been iconic for a very long time. In fact, during an interview with BET, she said, there's an urban legend that says if you get involved with Erica Badu, you'll change gods, wear crocheted pants and all this other stuff. Uh -oh. Crocheted pants was a reference to the rapper Common, whose music and outfits grew notably more outrageous when he dated Badu in the early aughts. He has admitted that she did buy him a pair of knitted trousers, but, <laughs> but insists that the ill-fated decision to wear them for a photo shoot was his decision. But right now we're looking on Google Images just at an array of Erica Badu outfits and hats over the years. They just get taller and taller, <laughs> basically. Well, Andre 3000 is known for his outrageous fashion too. Do you think that was Erica Badu inspired or do you think that was something maybe they bonded over? I mean, I think that that's sort of the joke. Like probably that started <laughs> with Andre 3000. <laughs> But yeah, she's just a fashion icon. Uh, she sings with Janelle Monet on a track called Queen that is stunning. Please go watch that music video. It's Q-U-E-E-N and is very like Afrofuturism. Very cool. But she also has something called Badoo TV on her website. Ooh. And she collaborated with Mark Rebelay. I love him. He's okay. Like one of my number one celebrity crushes. Yeah. So he's really cool. And he did this thing during the pandemic where he would have different artists come through and then just jam with them. So this is a selection from his collaboration with Erica Badu that's on her website. Here oh we go. Oh my god, yay. Oh, oh, oh. oh yay. That's so exciting. I think about 
when you're here, when you're here. wearing a giant cage over her head. It's like <laughs> round glasses, beanie, and then, oh, here she goes. Like, he could not believe he had her improvising with him. Well, they're friends. Like, there's more of them getting together and talking about stuff. And they, like, talk about vibrating on different frequencies. She has a video that she did during the pandemic with Queen Afwa, who I think has been a spiritual advisor for her before. And I just really like this thing she says about privilege. Career because I, I'm on a path where I have to sell records, I have to sell units. And it's, it's crazy because I don't want to offend groups of people because they don't understand. But I have to stay steadfast. And if I don't sell records in the process, I am at least doing what I feel is necessary to raise the frequency of these things. To raise the frequency of where we are. The vibration of privilege has to change. It's the whole ruler of our whole universe, privilege. There are a group of people on this planet who have an illness. It's called privilege. And they want you to believe and want you to think that they are omnipotent and omnipresent. But it is not true. Nature is in control. Nature is in control. And you get in alignment with that. And you are steadfast. You are on your throne. Your children Mm. are on You will see those things. You will reap what you sow. You will see that light. It's not always easy, but that's all I wanted to say, yay, yay, because it's on my heart. So, yeah, just talking about nature and centering your privilege and using your wealth is not important. It's just about reaping what you sow and your connection to nature and trying to vibrate on a truthful frequency. So that's some stoner vibes for sure. Yeah, that's some stoner shit I like. (laughs) And then one last clip that I really want to play for you is from that radio interview that I was mentioning where it came out of left field. She's this like really cool woman. In this video, she's wearing huge glasses, huge hair, and a very giant hat. (laughs) And well, you'll see. And I lived with that. And when I released that part, I started to actually really live. Mm. How'd you release it? Um, I think it was when I watched the Sith Lord fight Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> what? <laughs> they were having this fight. Right. On the this ship. This is true. On the ship. Okay. And they were zoom, zoom with the lightsabers fighting. Right. Then they had this door that closes Mm-hmm. Right. And the door closes 30 seconds. 30, 29, 28, 
27. The door opens back up. Mm-hmm. You know, this is just how the, how the mechanism worked on the ship. Mm-hmm. But they fighting, and somehow I think Obi-Wan Kenobi turned some kind of flip and landed on the other side, and the door closed. Mm-hmm. So you saw the Sith Lord standing up, like, shh, shh, getting ready to fight him because he knew he had 30 seconds. Obi-Wan Kenobi went down on one knee. Mm-hmm. Took 13 seconds to breathe. In, mm. in a very dangerous situation. Mm. And I think he was honing his G or he was getting his shit together because no matter what, no matter what kind of thing he was in, he knew that he, if he connected with the source or the force, mm-hmm. if it's Star Wars, that as a Jedi, he could be more powerful mm. or victorious. Mm-hmm. And so after that, Anytime I started to feel my heart rate go up and I was nervous around my friends or, mm-hmm. or in any of those things or fans or in any situation, I remember that and I kind of psychologically go down on one knee and breathe again for a minute, 10, 9, 8, you know, in my mind. And I feel better mm. and I feel whole and I don't feel responsible and I don't feel guilty because I reconnected with the thing inside that connects all of us, whatever that is. Yeah. (laughs) The damn force, yes. The force. So obviously that was incredibly exciting. So I guess to conclude this segment, um, I'll say that Erica Badu has admitted that she is a huge Rihanna fan. We love Rihanna. And when they asked her about drug references in music her response is i think it's the culture i think it's where we are because hip-hop is the people it goes where everyone goes so they're just broadcasting the news she says it's not an artist's responsibility to do anything but be honest and so i think these days with one of her collaborators as it turns out dram doing the song broccoli and just artists in general over the years, hip-hop, talking about weed and talking about the healing powers of cannabis, that that's just a reflection of the people. And these days, that's stronger than ever. I would highly encourage everyone to look more into Erica Badu and uh, go get that Badubi humidor set, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm I'm newly just a huge fan of hers. I. I want to turn to her for sort of as a spiritual role model because she's incredible. So that's our Stoner of the Week. Stoner of the Week! Wow. I do believe I'll be doing that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go like down a deep rabbit hole of her and Mark (laughs) Rebelet. Yes, yes, definitely do. Rebillet, I don't know how to say it. There's a whole like hour long video of Mark Rebillet and her and Reggie Watts hanging out. Holy um, shit. Got it. That's in, that's a trio. Got to check it out. Yeah. Well, thanks so much Grace. That was an awesome stoner of the week. Thank you guys so much for listening. You know that you can check us out at our website at stonerchickspodcast.com. You can find all the linkity links there. You can sign up for the newsletter. You can find all sorts of goodies at the website. But if you want to check us out at Instagram, we're Stoner Chicks Podcast. On Twitter, we're Stoner Chicks Pod. On TikTok, we're Broccoli Broads. Check out our Patreon. There's plenty of awesome 
extra content on there and it really helps us if you subscribe to our patreon it, it helps us do this every week and we love it um when we want to keep doing it grace what do stoner chicks always say when you're stressed out just take the time to go down on one knee and gather the force as they call it in the star wars world and smoke your weed smoke your weed bye stoners we love you